Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to the week four Sunday night edition, the return <laughs> of the PFF forecast. Um, we're going to talk about uh, the weird Patriots-Bucks game. We're going to talk about the Cowboys, the Cardinals, um, all of the big week three store, uh, week four storylines. Oh, my God. And then we're going to guess the lines for week five, talk about our favorite bets for week five. If you did bet week four games on Sunday, you got some really good closing line value uh, with this podcast on the Patriots, you also, you on also the won, except for the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, except for the Bucks, um, the Chiefs. Though you got some nice uh, value there as well. Um, so we'll do all that stuff. Let's start though with um, the Bucks Patriots game. What was your biggest takeaway from that game? As a Kansas City Chiefs fan, I'm really pissed we lost the Super Bowl to them because they're not that good. Like that's that's my biggest takeaway. Is like they. And I guess that this is what it means to win the Super Bowl, right? It you. What do you mean they're not that good? Well, like they're just like every other team when they have to face adversity the same way that other teams do, right? So you lose Carlton Davis, you lose um, Jamel Dean, you lose uh, Sean Murphy Bunting, and all of a sudden you're like haveable in the secondary, right? Um, you know, you get Vita Vea back at a good time last year. He was hurt at a at an opportune time for you, you know, to get better late in the season. So to me, that's like kind of like where I see. Like I, I watched that game and I'm like, ah, oh, crap. Like that team wasn't it, inevitable it, last so, year. Newsflash: It's not all about the Chiefs. I know, but I, I that. <laughs> but uh, yeah. so here was my takeaway because I think a lot of people's takeaway is going to be Mac Jones is. Um, I don't know if they're going to say, oh, he's the best rookie quarterback or, you mm-hmm. know, the, the Niners should have taken him or he's the second coming or whatever it is. It'll be something positive about Mac Jones. Now, do I think Mac Jones played well? Absolutely. They blitzed him all game. Uh, but we talk about this all the time, which is a pass rush is really not as powerful as you think it is if there's no secondary to cover. Yep. And that's what we saw here. I mean, uh, Richard Sherman clearly wasn't quite used to playing um, in, in that defense. I actually, you know, he got targeted a ton. It wasn't like he gave up any big plays. Um, but, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't lockdown coverage by, by any stretch of the imagination from him or anyone else. When they lost Carlton Davis, it, be, mm-hmm. it became pretty bad out there, especially because, the, I mean, the Patriots receivers are not great. Um, but on the other side of things, my biggest takeaway is that I think Tom Brady's going to light up <laughs> whoever comes in his way next week. It was so obvious to me that he was feeling nerves that, I mean, they were talking about how he was like almost crying in mm-hmm. the Zoom call that they had with him yesterday, um, the Sunday night crew was. And uh, it was a very un-Brady-esque performance. I mean, he did drop it in the bucket to Antonio Brown there at the end. They a probably, couple times. Yeah, they probably should have covered um, that five and a half, which we had them at. Um, but I, I don't know, man. I... I I think that's a really hard spot for Brady to come in and play in. Yeah, I mean, in hindsight, well, you know, we didn't know what the weather was going to be like. Um, we didn't know, 
you know, some of the injury situation with Gronk at the time. We still got out in front of the number, and that was important uh, to me. And obviously, you know, another week where, just to sort of circle back, we had a point and a half of closing line value, Kansas City minus five and a half to Kansas City minus seven. The biggest bet I had all weekend was Kansas City minus six and a half, and you were there with me. That yep. was a sweat. The Chiefs are not in form yet. Um, we got Giants plus eight and a half. That closed at, at Giants plus seven. They win that game outright. Uh, we got Seattle plus three and a half at San Fran. That closed at plus two and a half. They win outright. So after a week where we went one and five, we went three and one written up so far. We have Las hey, don't Vegas. You, don't you get rid of the lock of the week. And then the lock of the week, which is three <laughs> and one this year. The Mahomes um, over two and a half passing yeah. touchdowns, which uh, cleared in the first so, half. So, yeah. So, on shovel passes, no less. Yeah. So if you combine all those, it's 13 and 10. Uh, and and a push um, and on the year with the Las Vegas Raiders uh, at the Chargers this week pending. We got them at three and a half. It is now three. Um, so not a bad – like I, t- I tried to talk you off the ledge last week with saying, look, if you continue to make good plays, <laughs> things will come around. I, and I don't even think we got all that lucky because I do think the, the Bucks cover this game in a lot yeah. of other circumstances. Plus, can I give you a shout-out? So on, on Wednesday night, we – talked about you know our favorite bets and um you really like the bears (laughs) and i was like ah you know matt Nagy is just such a disaster i mean they they tried to give that way game away um but that was a great but that's why you have to bet because sometimes like if you know like you you like i can't remember which game you liked no you liked um the packers and i didn't like the packers so much well then you bet it and you get to you know like that's the thing like i bet I, you know, t- today when I went to go bet a few games, like I made sure to bet the Bears because it was the classic. You're buying uh, the Bears the, literally when everybody, like the Jets and the Bears this week, no one could say a nice thing about them. And with the Lions, everybody's like, oh, this is a scrappy well, team, blah, I blah, think, blah. I think it's a good, it's one of the kind of more global ones, um, I think, to take away from this week, which is it's a week to week league. Teams are never as good or probably as bad unless you're the Texans or the Jaguars as you look the the previous week before we move on to the other teams um the Belichick hug at the end any thoughts on that um <laughs> it's the quickest hug in the, in the history of all hugs yeah I I mean I honestly got I was getting ready for this so you didn't, I didn't see it I didn't really okay so I mean it, he's he's he gives Brandon Bolden Tom Brady does an embrace as if like he grabs his like ass a long lost friend <laughs> from you know many many years ago Belichick runs in there like a quick hug good game and then like turns and runs away and Brady's kind of like sit, standing there like waiting for him to talk I was kind of hoping that, and then Josh McDaniels comes in and like gives him an ear tickle yeah, yeah, and they're yeah, like yeah, talking yeah, yeah. for for like uh, for like two minutes so Goodness gracious. I don't know I think it's just that there's so much emotion between the two of them that it's almost hard for them to have a conversation like that right now in this moment. Well, I mean, you have so, I mean, you do so many, you you, you go through so many battles together, right? Like it's certainly, uh, I can see probably, you know, um, a situation where that is a difficult thing, even if you don't hate the other person. I also don't think Bill Belichick is one of those guys that feels super com- comfortable talking about his feelings in front of other yeah, people. Yeah. <laughs> definitely, I definitely mean, look, not one spawn, of those guys. His spawn would, would seem to suggest Steve Belichick. That who that, does Steve Belichick remind you of? Uh, somebody put this out there, but the character that Stifler played in Road Trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good you know one. the guy with the the, the 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 mullet and the uh, the gun. He reminds me of um, like the closer on the high school baseball team that starts doing dip like five years before anyone else Any, knows what else it is does, yeah. in like seventh grade, um, whose dad drives like a old school car that makes a ton of noise and helps him buy alcohol before parties. That was kind of what Steve yeah. Belichick reminded me of. Um, a good defense tonight, though. They played – I thought the Patriots' without, defense was incredible. Without their best player, too. Yeah. Gilmore no has yet to play Gilmore. this season, and that has certainly uh, – J.C. Jackson has shown me something. I always sort of thought he was somebody who could only really make plays um, because of the way that Belichick negotiated the <laughs> size of the space he had to go through. Um, but he, he's certainly somebody who can make plays uh, when by himself. All right, let's move on to the other games here. I think there were some big, some big things that happened. Um, 
let's start with, I think, two of the more impressive wins. Um, actually, let me ask you this. What was the most impressive victory today? Because there were a bunch. Yeah, I shy away from some of the – to me, it's Arizona against L.A. That, mm-hmm. I, I don't even think it's close. I think Kyler Murray, if you add the whole thing up, is the MVP of the league right now. Really? <laughs> I mean, they're 4-0. He's, yeah. he's won – I mean, he went to, you know, transitivity. Like, the, L.A. is not the best team in the NFC, but they're a good team. And he went there, and they won by multiple scores. They scored on seven of the nine possessions he had. Um, he was fantastic and he's doing it differently. You know, like they're, they're target. DeAndre Hopkins is getting 18% of their targets this year. He got 29 last year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I really think that they're, um, that was most impressive. Now here's a, here's a, I would say most important, they're, they're a little bit of a difference. Cleveland winning in Minnesota was important. Mm-hmm. It wasn't impressive. Sure. Um, I think Washington winning in Atlanta was important. I don't think it's impressive. Um, and then I think both important and impressive was Dallas and how they handled Carolina. What about the Giants? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the problem with the Giants is their schedule is so hard. Right. I just think it was fair. I was shocked that they won that game. Yeah. Um, now, obviously, they, they got it in overtime. The Jets also won as well. The Seahawks game... Um, yeah, you know, obviously made a little less impressive by the fact that Jimmy G went out with an injury, but they actually came through and finished the game despite Russell Wilson, you know, not having like some ungodly game, which generally is what it takes. Look, I'm in agreement with you on the Cardinals. That said, it was a letdown spot for the Rams. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just beat the Bucks at home. Yep. They're feeling themselves. What impressed me, Kyler Murray is impressed all season he's top five graded quarterback pending review um he makes up for cliff kingsbury's inefficiencies um all over the place but the rams to me really disappointed here and i thought they uh, you know it wasn't matt stafford's sharpest game sean McVay had i think i counted four really poor fourth down decisions mm-hmm. um and the defense gave up a ton of points I mean you know mm-hmm. 37 points to the Cardinals so yeah I did think it was impressive but I thought it was a little more than than just Kyler Murray in this particular situation the I, I think another takeaway that I had from this week is that strength of schedule is a telling stat on pff.com you can go see uh, our power rankings and they show you the strength of schedule that the team has played to date and the strength of schedule remaining the two teams that had the easiest schedule to this point in the season were the Denver Broncos and the Carolina Panthers, both of whom got beat by double digits today and rather handily. And I think that's important context going forward. We should not get too enamored with teams that are beating bad teams. And I think we're going to see a situation kind of like that um, this week as well. I would push back on the Kyler Murray MVP thing, though. Okay. I think, Who's the MVP I think we're going to see the MVP tomorrow night, or tonight, depending on when you're watching this or listening to this, in Derek Carr. Uh, I, don't, I don't disagree that Derek Carr is playing at an MVP level. I'd maybe disagree that he'll ever get it. Well, sure. But, you I know. mean, we're playing in a <laughs> – yeah, he, he does not have the popularity contest over Kyler Murray. But don't you think – I guess I'm giving Derek Carr a little bit extra juice because he isn't the crazy athlete that – Mm-hmm. Um, Kyler Murray yeah. is. He's also playing fantastic football. There's nothing. There's really like you don't have to qualify your opinion. I just think like the narr- Well, for one, we have the history of Carr having just games where he just mm-hmm. can't win. And like last year against Atlanta, they lose like forty to six. And there was the game against the Jets a couple years ago where he like literally is having great stretches of play and then can't win. Um, we might see that at some point. I, we don't have – and then everybody's like, oh, that's the same old Derek Carr, right? Mm-hmm. Even though his statistics – I mean, look at – I mean, Derek Carr's statistics last year, like, I, he was one of the most impressive quarterbacks in football last year. If you look at his statistics, you know, you're talking about 67% completion, 27 touchdowns, 9 interceptions, 8 yards of pass – no, sorry, 8.8 yards of pass attempt. Eight, Sorry, 7.9, 8.8 is this year. 
And that was with an A dot that was like almost a full yard and a half more than the season mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. So like he to me he's been impressive because he's been able to show he can play both both kinds of you know play and and Gruden has changed that up and, and made it such uh, that you could you know they can like sort of morph the offense to what wins with their personnel and Carr is good enough to play in both both of those sort of situations. Are you? Did the Chiefs win? How much better did it make you feel no, if you're none. a Chiefs fan? None. I, Why? Like, like I'll say this. I know that the Chiefs can – like, so the Chiefs had scored a touchdown on every single drive today mm-hmm. except for one, and that mm-hmm. was the one when Mahomes threw the interception. Um, I'm glad they covered. It was costly. If they, It would have been costly had they not for me. Um, but – I worry when, I mean, their defense was horrendous today. It was not good, and, and they and they needed, they needed essentially three field goal attempts from inside the ten mm-hmm. or so to to even not like to not lose that game outright, and so like, I think what they showed today is that they're they're very willing and capable of scoring on every drive if they have to. They, they ran the ball too much. Clyde had a good game. Um, I think Andy is not as sharp as he has been in historically. They're, Even with the shovel pass offense? Yeah. I don't know. Like, what did you think? Because I, 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 I agree with you. I think, um, you know. I'm not trying to write him off. I'm just saying I'm like, I'm, 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 not, I'm not confident in the team right, right now. I, I agree with you. There, it was a Tyreek Hill goes bananas game. Uh, a team was able to take away Travis Kelsey really for the first time all season, mm-hmm. and the their offense didn't feel um, it, it didn't feel consistent, uh, even though they put up so many points. And here's the tough thing: is the Eagles are not very good. That that's <laughs> and my I think whole. Like, that's the, like the thing that we kind of have to take away from this: the the defense for the Chiefs does look like a problem. Uh, I'll say this: I mentioned Derek Carr. I also want to throw out I think Dak Prescott belongs number three mm-hmm. so I think it's it's Carr and Murray depending on how Carr plays obviously against the Chargers that that's going to be a, a very telling Prescott game. sort of had like a weird performance only 188 yards and four touchdowns they really wanted I mean Ezekiel Elliott as much as I give him shit has been fantastic the last couple weeks um and the Dallas Cowboys have leaned on him um not not re, not in the real sense but in like a, a cosmetic sense and Prescott has been that good mm-hmm. um, as far as, you know, converting, you know, late downs. But again, against a Philly team that I don't think any of us believe is very good and against a Panthers team that, you know, as well as Sam Darnold played for a minute there, um, I, I still think the Panthers, you have your right to have real questions as to whether or not they're a contender. I was <laughs> thinking about putting together a top five, uh, power ranking top five. It's tough. You know who my you know who my number one team is in the league? Who? Buffalo. Really? Yeah. I mean, stop it. Buffalo is my number one team in the league because they were my number three, or depending upon where we are. Buffalo's my Buffalo had a humongously high prior, lost a game in a fluky, but also playing like mm-hmm. craft fashion week one, and since then they've done exactly what you would expect a team like that to do, right? Hmm. I mean, they've won a game thirty-five nothing against Miami, forty to nothing against Houston. Um, Washington football team, a team that is very game, beat them by three touchdowns. Very, and very game is an interesting way to put it, but sure. But like, how much different is Washington from Philadelphia? Uh, a little bit better. Yeah, a little bit better, right? So like, I so I contrast them with Kansas City, right? And Kansas City's in this dogfight with Philadelphia all game. And Buffalo's like, yeah, forget this. And I don't even think Josh Allen's playing that well right now. He's not. So moving forward, I look at great coach, good defense, uh, quarterback who can be great, weapons everywhere, good offensive line. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So you have Buffalo one. Give me go roll through top. I, I would go Buffalo. Can't, uh, so and it's in tranches, right? Like Buffalo, Kansas City, Tampa, L.A., 
So you're keeping LA and ahead then of Arizona. Arizona, I would say, in the five. Okay. Yeah. But um, I, I don't know. The order is jumbled there, right? You don't, I don't know the difference. Yeah. Um, I, I'm with you, except I would go, um, I, I would still keep, I think I'd put, I think I'd keep Tampa at number one. Not right now. They're not the best team right yeah. now because they're so injured. But if I'm trying to kind of power rank with a look towards the season when end of the season when people are healthy, I, I still do think Tampa's the, the best team. Um, I'm going to go Kansas City over Buffalo right now. Yeah. And here's the reason why. We're, they're playing on Sunday night this week. We will find out. Yeah. Buffalo has beaten the tar out of really bad teams. Yep. Um, Kansas City still gets everyone's best shot. And, yeah, they're – Two and two, but you're, let's see you're you are right. Like they did get they do get Philly's best shot today, and they and I thought Jalen Hurts played for him a really good game. Um, it, it's interesting because we talk about this on like the the college football live show where it's mm-hmm. a lot more it's a lot more like power rankings are a lot more real because they're official. They have mm-hmm. the AP, and you know Oregon was three for so many weeks, and you get comments saying like it's really weird that you have Oregon 16th and you have Ohio State like fourth. Mm-hmm. Given that Oregon beat Ohio State, and I and I I go into the comments sometimes. I just ask questions. I was like, if Oregon and Ohio State played on a neutral field, who'd be favored? And that's what the power rankings. And, say. and yeah. that's what our power rankings say. The AP twenty five is saying is trying to is trying to say who's most deserving of whatever, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Which again, I, yeah, if you beat the team on the field, but I, like it's a different thing. Now we'll see what the line is. I know, you know, we were doing a project together. I know what it was like. It was only three and a half coming into the week, yeah. right? And so that would imply that the Chiefs are about a point and a half, depending upon what you make home field, a point and a half better on a neutral. Did, did this week sway that at all? Uh, we're gonna find out when we yeah. pick the lines, uh, guess lines. So I have, I have Tampa Bay, Kansas City. I'll go Buffalo three. This is where I really struggle. I. I really love – I mean, I love Kyler Murray. He's mm-hmm. so much fun. Um, Sean, Loads of fun. Sean McVay was worrisome today because in, in a game where they didn't hit all these big plays and they needed to make um, – to create edges for themselves on fourth downs, he was just nowhere to be found. Um, and so I'm actually going to put the Baltimore Ravens at four. Uh, they've been banged up. They went into Denver. Now, Denver does not have great quarterback play, but they're a a very solid team. Mm -hmm. They went in and beat them rather handily. Um, And then I'm going to go – I'm going to tie at five with L.A. and Arizona. Vegas has a chance, in my opinion, to get up there, and I think Green Bay is right there at the back. If you run back today's game, what's the spread of the game between L.A. and Arizona? Well, we liked Arizona – plus four and a half um we like them last sunday plus six um and did that that didn't end up making our write-up but that was no we did talk about um i mean look if it's in la again um i think it's probably la minus three mm-hmm. you know and I, I think that's i think that's probably right should we get to these games mm-hmm. okay um by the way before we get to the games gotta remind the people if you want all of the great information that we talk about on this podcast from grades to power rankings to player efficiency to team efficiency all that great stuff go to pff.com and get yourself a pff subscription you get all the premium content all the fantasy rankings and projections the power rankings that we're talking about with the pff edge subscription that's as low as 9.99 and if you want the player props tool best tool on the planet if you're betting anything <laughs> bet player props plus all the betting projections and the DFS optimizer, that's with an elite subscription. A little more expensive, but definitely worth it. Um, So go grab all of those over at pff.com. Also, I should remind the good people that uh, if you were going to bet, you should go bet at DraftKings, the official sports partner of the NFL. Um, With week five coming up, here's what you need to do. Go use promo code PFF bet just one dollar on any nfl game and then get a hundred dollars worth of free bets if your team scores a point it's very very simple so all those free bets and you can roll them into player props which is what you should do they also have some great same game parlays and odd boosts so go download the app use promo code pff 
right now uh, and get yourself ready. You want to bet them Monday as well. Um, must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers are the ones that are eligible. $5 deposit minimum, one weight dollar wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 100Gambler. And last but not least, you're going to win all that money. You should go uh, to Western and Southern. And put your money in a place to work for you. Western and Southern is doing this for a very, very long time. That's why we use them. Um, to help get our money in a good spot. Whether you're buying a home, starting a family, or just want to watch your money grow, go to Western and uh, westernsouthern.com slash PFF and get yourself in a good spot. All right. Thursday night. The Rams. Go to the Seahawks. What did you make this one? Man, I, I made Seattle two-and-a-half-point dogs. So I have LA laying two and a half. Okay. I have Seattle uh, as a one and a half point dog and they are on pinnacle. Um, by the way, we usually reference um, pinnacle lines cause they're generally the sharpest. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can go see them at, at pinnacle.com um, slash EN slash football. Yeah. Good friends of ours. Uh, they are one point. The Seahawks are one point underdogs at home. Um, it's probably right. It, it probably is right. I like the Rams here. <laughs> yeah. Can I tell you why I like the Rams here? Well, because... So there's a player that we haven't talked about yet, which is Trey Lance. I don't think that Trey Lance is worse than Jimmy Garoppolo, okay? Um, but Wait a sec. So, so this is between two teams that do not include San Fran, but you're roping San Fran I'm in. I'm roping San Fran in. Okay. Here's so you're thing. pulling in Eric. Yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Seattle beat... Trey Lance coming in not prepared to play in that game. Mm-hmm. That, that was obvious, okay? And it definitely had an impact on that game. Seattle had to win that game. Mm-hmm. Huge game for them. The Rams, on the other hand, are literally built to destroy the Seahawks' defense. I mean, that is what they are built to do, and yeah. they have done it repeatedly. And um, I expect that to happen in this game. Coming off of a loss, Seattle coming off of a big win. Um, in, in, and in a situation where, yeah, Sean McVay is not going to take the fourth downs, <laughs> neither is Pete Carroll. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I sort of at some point want to build this into our model, but like, and I and I don't mean to do that. I don't mean to be a, a jerk when I say this, but like smart teams versus dumb teams. Like, and, and I don't mean smart teams versus dumb teams, like holistically. I just mean, like, take Cleveland, Minnesota yeah. th- today. Like, you know, Cleveland's going to take every fourth down. And Minnesota, like, took more fourth downs than they were going because they knew, like, you know, and you can get a team to be uncomfortable that way. When, if, if I know both teams are going to act a certain, act suboptimally, I can sort of throw yeah. that additional second order out of the window. And that's what you're saying here, which yeah. I, I agree with. I also think there are a couple of things at play here. One is we've seen Jalen Ramsey lock down DK Metcalf a couple of times. Yeah, um, last year, L.A. gave Seattle fits, so... And uh, look, I <laughs> Matt Stafford is maybe not as big of an upgrade as some are saying about Jared Goff, but he's an upgrade. <laughs> That's for damn sure. There's no doubt about that. And um, the, you know, Russell Wilson is the better quarterback in this game, but that's not. It's shrinking a little bit, and the supporting cast is strongly in the favor of the Rams. Um, I think we consider writing this one up. Okay. I don't mind that one. Uh, are we going to go to the London game next? Uh, are we going to go to the London game next? We are. 9.30 I making, Eastern. I was making fun of, so I was talking to uh, Kendall, and, ta- and I was like, you and Ben are going to be doing a prop stream at 6.30 in the Eastern <laughs> for this game. <laughs> you know, when I used to live on the West Coast, this game would start at 6.30 in the morning. Yeah. And Atlanta has played in this game a couple of times, and as a devout Falcons fan, I have, you know, woken up at six in the morning. And when you do that, if you watch this game at 9.30, I mean, this rolls right into the, yeah. the afternoon slate. You could be sitting in a recliner I know. for a it, very, very, very long these time. These were my favorite. Like, I'm think, I was thinking back to when we used to do the pregame show on that couch in the mm-hmm. other room over here. Yep. Um, and while this game was going on, uh, I remember fondly uh, week three of the first year we – did betting together it was Jacksonville Baltimore mm-hmm. we had Baltimore yep. and and Jags, Jags kicked the Baltimore Ravens remember ass. that remember uh, Gar- 
Marshall Yondo was out, yeah. and I kept trying to convince you that I know, the guards matter. Guard, guards, guards wins. Yeah. Um, I have the Atlanta Falcons favored by three and a half points in this game. I said two and a half. You cannot, if you lay more than a field goal with the Falcons in today's NFL, you are a sicko. Okay. Well, uh, I'm not saying that I would bet the Falcons. I'm saying that's the price at which I would call it even. And thankfully, that is also the price that Pinnacle two believes. Two and a half? Would, no, three and a half. Uh, okay, we're going to bet the Jets, please. You can. All right, I'm betting the Jets. <laughs> I'm betting the Jets right now. You want to take that team off of their first win. I mean, you're a sicko. You are a sick human two, being. So, so I'm going to level things. Two rookie head coaches. So can, right. cancel sure. those out. Okay. Uh, One team has gone as a quarterback that's gone and played in the London game multiple times. The other has Zach Wilson. How much, how much has this experience for Matt Ryan mattered lately? I mean, that guy, he threw an interception from his knees. He played well today. He did play Matt well Ryan today. Matt Ryan played really well today. He's going to finish what this is, week as one of the What did we say about Wilson this week against Tennessee? They finally don't, they finally don't have to play a great defense, right? Mm-hmm. And he's not going to be completely swarmed. So you think he found something today? Now, now he didn't. He didn't play well the whole game. No. It took him a while. Yes. But eventually, he looked like an NFL quarterback. Finally, the Falcons' defense is the biggest slump buster of all time. And you're getting a field goal. Like Zach Wilson uh, is going to finish with probably in the seven low seventies. Yeah, uh, he from played, a PFF grading perspective, he had. You know, it was interesting. He had. I want to count three throws, and it looks like um, the pre-review grading agrees. Three big-time throws, like three really nice throws, and only had one catastrophic play, uh, which is, like, very good for him. Um, I do like getting the hook. Do you think this actually moves? Uh, No, betters love the Falcons. Yeah, that's a good point. You bring up a great point. Here's the question that I have secondarily. So the LA one, it's in such a weird zone that the worst it can get is the LA minus three, but you might as well just take minus one now. This, betters like Atlanta, right? Like they opened three and a half on Eagles and it stayed there basically forever and ever, amen, all from May until week one. So, okay, let's not take the Jets. If you like them, bet them now, but can, I don't see it moving, to your point. The only issue I can see with it moving is it is a standalone game, and standalone games get talked get, about get by more, every swinging yeah. dick in the betting, betting industry, and it might, it might, the, narrative, the narrative train might, might get chugga-chugging on that game. Let's, maybe let, let's keep going others. through, and we'll see where we end up. I, might, I could be convinced here. Look, I just won a, a bet with the Jets. I'm not, like, dying to you know, you got roll that over, too. right? Um, yeah, it's Jets have been the side of the professional betters for the, all four weeks so far. I do think, based on the um, juice that we're seeing, it, it, I don't think actually Rams or Seahawks, sorry, Rams or Jets are in danger of losing the position they're in. Okay, that well said, then, I feel a hell of a lot more comfortable about just getting yeah. the Rams in now. Yeah. Um, we should ask Schwartzy what she think, he or she yes, thinks. Yes, those were incredible. <laughs> okay, Detroit goes to uh, Minnesota. What do you have here? It's, I feel like I'm this way with every single game, uh, but this is one that actually has a big spread. I have Minnesota laying six and a half. Okay. I have Minnesota by seven. Um, it's interesting. I, in guessing this, I started at six. I went to six and a half, and then I went to seven, went to seven and a half, and then came back to seven. And it is the Vikings – Minus eight, although it looks like it's trending towards seven and a half. Yeah, I would take Detroit. I mean, at this, like, the hard part is, is Kirk Cousins has owned Detroit. Like, if he didn't get to play, like, yeah. I mean, Kirk Cousins' deathbed, he's going to ask for his last meal. It's going to be the Lions. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I would just stay away. I mean, I do, I do think that there's probably value on Detroit. We saw today, though, that, that t- that's not a real team. You know what I mean? It's a team yeah. that plays hard. The Vikings are a real team. They just they just aren't good enough. You know, like you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. there's a difference between these two teams in class, and I think it's reflected in the point spread here. I I would agree with you. Um I'm not like dying to bet Detroit a bunch, but 
I think eight is too many points. Yeah, I mean the like I said, the Vikings. You had you were you were bound to have a Kirk Cousins game like that today. Uh, by the way, we have not talked about uh, we have not mentioned the totals. Total in the Thursday night game fifty three and a half. Total in the Jets Falcons game forty four. Total in the Detroit Lions Minnesota Vikings game is forty nine. I kind of like over in the in the Jets Atlanta game, but the Jets. Yeah, sorry, both the Jets it. and Atlanta went over their total today in in their games. What did you say for Minnesota Detroit? Uh, forty six. Okay. Uh, no, sorry, forty nine. Okay, that makes more sense. Turn my sixes to nines. Um, nice. Uh, let's see here. Let's move on. That game is not fun to talk about. Let's go to New Orleans football team. Uh, I had. Uh, this is one of these games. The Washington football team at home getting one and a half points. What about you? I said two and a half. It is one. Okay. Um, James Winston played well today. Yeah. Well, very, very well. Let's take New Orleans. Yeah. I, I think it's um, – I do like New Orleans Because the, the Washington football team is, is okay. Like, again – That win today – was kind of fraudulent. Was more the Falcons than yeah. anything, right? Yeah, I agree. So, and New Orleans' loss against the Giants was more fluky, and the fact that Daniel Jones is actually like, if you watch the game, Daniel Jones looked fine. Mm-hmm. Like it's you know it's receiver. Like Evan Ingram needs to just wherever they wherever they're putting Belichick's son when he gets arrested, they got to put Evan Ingram there too, because <laughs> like he's terrible. My goodness, the the. Steve Belichick. Jason Garrett play call um, with a uh, like an end around or like a jet sweep to Evan Ingram. I I had one of those. The Giants winning that game is incredible given what their offense. Yeah, yeah. I had one of those parlay. I had one of those uh, with Caesars where they let you like parlay two over touchdown props with Jameis and Daniel Jones, and that game was tilting. I'll, I'll just say that. Total on this game is 44. I like the Saints. Uh, yeah, I don't think over is a good play because of the way the Saints like to play. But I do, th- I do like Saints getting laying a point. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Um, sorry. Uh, let's go to Houston. On purpose, uh, they are hosting the New England Patriots. I feel like I could be pretty wrong with this one um i said houston would be getting nine and a half points at home oh man what did you say where did i go i said 11 and a half okay this one nah, i don't see it on pinnacle so i'm gonna have to go to our good friend uh jeff sherman golf at golf odds he's the uh, super sports vp of risk management and he posts all the lines before Sunday night football, New England. Wow, I'm I'm kind of on fire right now. New England nine and a half point favorites pre Sunday night. Sunday night probably makes you like New England more. A little bit, but yeah. but their offense isn't explosive enough to reliably lay this much. Houston is just this bad though. Houston is really terrible. Although, I mean, again, no team is as bad as they look uh, the week before. Yeah, I don't know. I'm definitely not laying it with New England there. Let's yeah. say that. Yeah, let's let's ignore that. Total is what? I don't see a total. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, moving right along, the Miami Dolphins go to Tampa Bay. Ooh, another Tampa game where Bay you're gonna Bucks. have to look at the golf odd guy. Yeah, the golf odd guy. Um, where is this one? Uh, what did you have this at? I lay, I said Tampa minus nine and a half. I think that's actually short, but I I, I have Tampa minus ten and a half. We split it. It is Tampa minus ten. Yeah. I, I mean Miami's Miami. Miami's really bad without and without Tua. Like I, it's hard to say that, but like they got a competent backup in place. And do you feel good about Tampa Bay covering any spread with this secondary? No, it's very Kansas City in. It's you very know? they're. Their secondary is really not great. Yeah, I'm not uh, anxious to bet Tampa with this secondary, um, even even with Tom Brady. So this one is interesting because I definitely want to bet on Tom Brady in this game. 
I'll probably do it with props instead of um, instead of on this game. That said, this is again a Belichickian defense with Brian Flores, mm-hmm. some really good corners. So I don't know. This this might actually not be the week to well to and. So usually Brady struggles when he goes to Miami, right? Like that was always yeah. the thing when he was with New England. But like, it is a familiarity a issue. Also, like there's just something off with Tampa's receivers, right? You're, you're seeing drops by Antonio Brown that you weren't seeing yeah, before. Come back. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying now, like mm-hmm. in their current form. True. I mean, they're still running the ball too much to Lenny. They're still their offensive line still isn't getting push. Um, their receivers aren't playing great. Like. They're not in great form. Like, this is a game where I think it's Miami or nothing, and I'd rather do nothing than Miami. I'd rather go to Miami than do nothing, Mm -hmm. but yeah, okay. Um, Next game, the Green Bay Packers are coming here. Aaron Rodgers is going to be – I think think my wife has a ticket because she's a Packers fan. Let's go. Playing the Cincinnati Bengals, who beat in comeback fashion – the fighting Urban Myers. They, they outlasted the Jacksonville Jaguars on Thursday Night Football. <laughs> uh, as you said uh, before the podcast started, Urban Meyer uh, covered on Thursday night. But not Saturday night. <laughs> not Saturday. Couldn't, <laughs> couldn't quite. Um, what did you have this one at? Or is this I five? said Green Bay Lang seven and a half. Oh, my God. We are in dramatic disagreement. I have um, Green Bay Lang three and a half. Okay. It is Green Bay laying three. What? Okay. Three minus 118, though. On Pinnacle, which is probably like in the 125 range. Yeah. So if we wrote it up, it probably would it's we really have three to and make a half. it three and a half. I mean, it's still too many. It's still not enough. By the way, I'm nailing these fucking spreads. By the I way. know you are. Um, you do have to lay Green Bay. You here. do. I think. I will. Joe Burrow. What's the total on the game? Total on this game is 49 and a half. Yeah. Um, do you think Joe Burrow, because Joe Burrow has played very, very well. Um, and they have receivers that could give the Packers fits. They're not a physical team up front, which gives the Packers so here's, I think, here's, I think, the reason I might lay off this one. Um Jerry Alexander hurt his oh, shoulder. That's right. Ben Roethlisberger is absolutely horrid. As like a human or as a quarterback or both? <laughs> both. I, I, I wrote a tweet that said like, hey, I, I would have more empathy for you people if you didn't spend <laughs> the whole month of November calling us idiots. And and then somebody was like, yeah, also Ben like has this thing going on. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. It's weird but, that we just sort of forgot about that. But, um, yeah, I mean, Joe Burrow, after a couple shoddy weeks, is a top six-graded quarterback in the NFL. I mean, there's a dramatic difference between barely covering against Ben Roethlisberger yeah. and, and um, a better team from that division. Yeah, at the same time, the Bengals got behind 14 nothing to Urban Meyer at home. Right, but they were favored. There's a huge difference yeah, yeah, from the Bengals yeah. when you're favored – Versus when you're home underdogs. Um, That's right. I actually kind of think this is a stay away. Okay. All right. I'm cool. I look, I like. But you, I, but I do like the, f- I mean, you are dramatically on the other side. I do think, do you think the Jair thing matters? Of course. Because yeah. I think in this. Yeah. And I was not thinking of it when I, when I first, you know, like when, when we do it before the games. Right. So where do we have? We have Green Bay as 2.8 points better than the average team on a neutral. I guess this, from our power rankings, the Bengals have taken a, a leap, you know, with the yeah. wins that they've currently had. Um, okay. And Rodgers is kind of a – the problem is, is the LeFleur Rodgers. What did LeFleur Rodgers – LeFleur Packers do? They kick the shit out of bad teams. But the, <laughs> like, but the Bengals aren't a bad team. Either. Okay. So so that's that's the, the point you're making. The, the I still Steelers, think they're bad. The Steelers are worse. Yeah, and they mostly kicked the shit out of them today. They, they, they did, except <laughs> that they were a really interesting offsides call away from not covering. Oh, yeah. And Ben Roethlisberger throwing anything down the field with accuracy away mm-hmm. from not covering. 
Yeah, there was a, at I think home. The, yeah, I think the touchdown at the beginning was fluky and all this kind of stuff. But yeah, I mean, okay, let's consider it. Next up, the Denver Broncos are playing the Pittsburgh Steelers in uh, Pittsburgh. I I showed no respect to Pittsburgh here. I'm not surprised by that. I, in guessing this line, put Pittsburgh as a two and a half point favorite. I said Pittsburgh is two and a half point underdog. Well, there you go. Um, where is this? We have uh, to find out about Teddy Bridgewater's head injury. Ah, that's right. So if Teddy Bridgewater is is healthy and Pittsburgh is giving one-tenth of one point on the betting spread, I'm, I'm taking Denver. It's a pick. I'm taking Denver. But I don't. I don't know if you can find this. Yeah, I don't think places. it's available now. Like, yeah. what did? What do you think that? Because like Pittsburgh was relatively plucky today compared to what a lot of people thought they'd be. Mm-hmm. Like Big Ben sucked, but the rest of the team was fine. Denver was very disappointing. There was a lot of, I would say, I don't know, professional money, but there was a lot of. There were a lot of smart people who liked the who liked Denver today, and. You know, they did not live up to it in any way, shape, or form. No. Um, and they weren't doing that with Teddy Bridgewater. That's something I think people should remember. Yeah, but they were behind with when Bridgewater got hurt. That's my point. Yeah. Right? So, like, it's not just the Drew Locke thing. Mm-hmm. Right? They Although played, the Drew Locke thing is real. Like, Drew Locke stinks. He's not very good. But they are hurt at receiver, and they had played some really poor competition. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this. I, I, when it comes online... I I like I kind of like Pittsburgh in this spot. Okay, can't believe I'm saying that. I probably okay. I can't. Probably no, can't. I I actually respect it more than like I, like I said like t- like my thing with the Bears. It's like I'm laying with the Bears. I don't. I think it's a good number. I don't like the Bears. I think Matt Nagy's an idiot. Not, no, no, no one's talking about Matt Nagy getting fired, right? Right. Because right. yeah. you know it's a week to week league, George. Yes, it is. Philadelphia goes to Carolina. Carolina second easiest schedule uh, in the first three weeks, and then got Demol. demolished by the Cowboys. Uh, what'd you have this at? I said Carolina laying two and a half. I think that's short. I would say it's short two. I had them four and a half, and they are four and a half. Wow. Okay. Although a um, little bit of juice on the other side so i would say it's probably closer to four um yeah but still reasonably more than two and a half yes hmm i i mean i think this i obviously think this number is pretty spot on i don't think carolina is nearly as good as an undefeated team Mm -hmm. um as they showed today and you know philadelphia Philadelphia is a hard team to kind of figure out because they're clearly playing hard. They still believe in Nick Sirianni. They got, they've been in these interesting spots where like they played the Cowboys in a game where the Cowboys had so much emotion, their home opener, Dak is back. They played the Chiefs in a situation where the Chiefs like had to win this game in an Andy Reid revenge game. Their first two score win in forever in the regular season since week eight of last year. So like, it's hard for, you know, they, they, they kicked the crap out of Atlanta in week one. Um, uh, they lost in week two to uh, – ah, I'm blanking on this. Yeah, San Francisco. San, San Francisco, Francisco played yeah, like yeah. poop in that game but too. The, but was, they like – they, they yeah, it was hard. a close game. Yeah. So it's hard for me to put a gauge on Philly. I think this is a this is a game where there's a couple teams that you don't know a ton yeah, about. You learn a little bit about. So you lay off it at, from a betting perspective. All right. Uh, Sam Donald, by the way, looked really good for a half and then like – I think I think Dan Quinn is catching a run of good variance on defense and when he does that you it, it can have success. I mean, the 2016 Falcons got a lot of good run out of Deion Jones, Devondre Campbell, Keanu Neal, Ricardo Allen. Yeah. Um, you know, when when things were working from Vic Beasley and it looks like that's what Dallas is getting right now. I will say this, I do think that the Carolina wide receivers have a pretty big advantage. Um, mm-hmm. they are very very good. Um, Philly's Philly's defense as a whole, my God, today. And and they're banged up as well. Tennessee goes to Jacksonville. Wonder whether Urban Meyer will be there or not. I I have a great story about this game. Okay. Do you want to tell it now or do you want to guess the lines first? How I guess the line. 
Oh, okay. Go ahead. So I have it written on my sheet. Tennessee minus seven and a half at NYJ. <laughs> and and I because I, I thought oh the, Jacksonville and, and the, the Jets the, Jets the, same, the team. same thing um, and so I and so I looked at the opening line for that game and I was like seven and a half okay uh, I'm on the other side of seven I said five and a half um, I'm assuming some health out of the wide receivers for the Titans it's three and a half oh come on it is three and a well, half well they're factoring in the rest for Jacksonville it is three it's probably closer to four. Okay. Um, total of 48. Okay. Bet, bet Tennessee then. I, I, I mean, it is an opportunity to probably say, okay, so I actually think, I think A.J. Brown is probably out a couple weeks. But Julio is more in that banged up range than he is in that like, yes. long-term injury range. I did see Josh Reynolds got hurt today. I don't know if he came back or not. That's something to consider because at that point, that's wide receiver one, two, and three all out. Mm-hmm. Um, Chester Rogers, I know, is is a is in the neighborhood, if you will, for that team. But um, no, I, I I do. That is a concern. It is. However, Tennessee did just lose to the Jets, which is also yeah. But again, it's concern. it's a buy. It's it's a. I, this is the time to buy them. Um, My God, Tennessee. Like, that division is so bad. So, like, in theory, if Jacksonville could pull off a win this week, then you have Tennessee 2-3, and Jacksonville 1-4, and Houston 1-4, and and then Indy 1-4, and probably. That division is really bad. Uh, Okay, so that is the 1 p.m. slate. Uh, Before we get to the 4 p.m. slate, um, our old friends, our dear friends, that provide us with the um, machinery to keep ourselves trimmed. Oh, nice. I did that the other day, by the way. If I could kiss everybody was wondering. It worked. How'd it go for you? I, it was fine. It worked a lot better than Look, my lip. I think it should be said that if you are considering purchasing something from manscaped.com, if Eric used it and managed to like not have a, an accident with it, a catastrophe. That, 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 that really goes a long way. I'll also say, I use my lawnmower 4.0, um, and I haven't charged it. I've been traveling. I haven't charged it in probably a month. Still works like a dream. Um, that was my biggest gripe about the 3.0. They fixed it completely. It also has a light, which is also useful um, in case you're in a dark space and need to make sure that uh, your mm-hmm. uh, body hair is trimmed. Yeah. Um, but I mean, in theory, it shouldn't matter because if you like swing and miss, it's not. Good. It's designed not to like nick your. That's, that's true. It is designed not to cut anything off. Uh, other than hair. So go to manscaped.com, use promo code PFF, the lawnmower 4.0. It comes recommended by myself and uh, Eric. Um, I promise you I would not recommend something like this unless I used it myself. So you have that from me. You can get 20% off and free shipping with promo code PFF. Also, I'll recommend this as well, the um, deodorant uh, that they have. Yeah, that, that's amazing too. Sounds have you ever awesome. thought of like, have you ever thought like Manscaped hit, hit on such a great idea mm-hmm. with like the name and the the persona the and awesome, like yeah. like the the product is almost secondary. Like they come out and they're like, hey, we got the lawnmower 4.0. I'm like, I am satisfied with the lawnmower 3.0 and all this kind of stuff. I wasn't. I was looking forward to the 4.0. Like, don't you think like the next big thing is going to be like products that have products where like the persona matters more? I think so we're like, already there. So like, I need like for example, you know, coronavirus. We're trying to fix coronavirus. How to fix it like what if we had like a service called like jab in a cab where like it was like a service where you could get a, a ride somewhere but also we can get, give you the coronavirus the, the COVID-19 vaccine. vaccine you know I don't know I think you should drop what you're doing right now and, and just start it. building <laughs> maybe we'll do some tests with some people out here in Cincinnati because if it works there then it'll work anyway well, I, I feel like there's been a lot of jabs and cabs in Cincinnati yes. before but uh Based on the cabs here, that's <laughs> definitely true. Okay, the 4 p.m. slate, uh, not quite as good as today's 4 p.m. slate, but good. Cleveland goes to Los Angeles to play the Chargers. Um, I have the Chargers as a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Okay, we have not watched the Chargers. I am the same. Uh, let's see here. We have not it watched the Chargers is, play this week. Yeah, interesting. It is Cleveland minus one. 
Okay, let's bet the Chargers. The Cleveland Browns were absolutely and utterly horrendous on offense today. It was Baker Mayfield. Like, like you were watching the begin, you were watching the before and after picture of the Goffian, the Kirkian quarterbacks that you shouldn't pay big contracts mm-hmm. to today in Minnesota. That was, I mean, Kirk wasn't Kirk wasn't nearly as bad as Baker, but the team around him was bad. And like somebody on the internet was like, "Well, yeah, if you gave Kirk to the Browns, I'm like that's the point. You can't give Kirk to the Browns. You you'd be over the cap, right? Like." Did Mayfield like lose himself? In he had a music? great game against the, the Chiefs Week One, but the last three weeks he has not earned the big contract extension. Oh, I I agree wholeheartedly. I guess the one thing that I would the one thing that I would say here is you know uh, fading the Browns, a team that we believe to be smart offensively and throughout the organization at the bottom of the market. You know that that's kind of the one thing. Um, that said, I do. I do kind of like the matchup um, here, you know, that Chargers... Chargers are soft against the run. Chargers are soft against the run, uh, that's true. Um, but they have strength at left tackle, you know, um, with Rashawn Slater. Um, I do think it'll be interesting to see, like, what this game looks like on Monday, mm-hmm. um, tonight. No. But I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you on the Chargers. Okay. The... Total in this game? I don't know if there is one. Probably not with the Monday night game. Yeah, not that I see. Uh, alrighty. Uh, we move on to Las Vegas, who also plays on Monday night. They are hosting your Chicago Bears. What'd you have this one at? Six and a half, Las Vegas. Okay. Uh, I had as Vegas by three and a half, and it is four. Uh this is the yo-yo theory or the zigzag theory of gambling, right? Isn't it? Like, yes. Are, is this like an overreaction to the overreaction? Like the Chicago only, still sucks. Yeah. The only thing I'll say is this is a little bit of a trap game. So the Raiders play the Chargers and then the following week after playing the Bears, they play the Broncos. Okay. Okay. So I'm a little concerned about that. That said, I do think the Bears stink. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I do think the Bears stink. Yeah. But you never know. I mean, Justin Fields. Yeah, he made a throw today actually to the sideline to Allen Robinson that was and exactly made what we multiple wanted. throws to Darnell Mooney. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is why you play this guy over Andy Dalton. Yeah. It must have been the things that Matt Nagy saw. Learned over the last two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Good for him. Good yeah. for him. I mean, the Bears also have some weaknesses up front on the offensive line. We'll see, you know, against the um, the Chargers tonight, I think whether, you know, that Raiders pass rush is for real, you know. Um, so far, they absolutely have been, 100% have been. So, San Francisco, Arizona, in the Valley of the Sun. Would you have this at? Uh, well, the Lance thing's weird, but I assume I moved this after Lance, and I have Arizona minus three and a half. So you moved it from what to what? Two and a half to three and a half. Okay. Um, interesting. So I, I don't think that Lance long-term is less valuable than Jimmy G, but I do think a quarterback change is yeah. is is worth it. Yeah. I, I had it at three, and I moved it to four. Okay. What is it? It is uh, Arizona four and a half, uh, but probably closer to five. Uh, I think you should take San Francisco. Yeah, I'm kind of with you there. I mean, I know buying into a rookie quarterback in this first start is is questionable, and I know I don't mean to, I don't mean to say this in a disparaging way, but Cliff and Kyle Shanahan are both like fake sharp, mm-hmm. like they don't go for the fourth downs and stuff, so mm-hmm. they're kind of equally yoked there. And so Shanahan's a better play caller, so there's advantages there. You're also you're also selling Arizona at the highest. I'll also say this: you have no idea what the 49ers are going to do on offense. They haven't shown a real scheme with Trey Lance in the preseason. They sure as hell didn't show it in yeah. this game. Um, I I definitely like selling Cliff at the top yeah. of the market. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm here for that. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Uh, okay, I'm here for trying to make a transitivity chain out of the a- NFC West. 
there you go. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys hosting the New York Football Giants, fresh off of an overtime victory to get their first win. Um, I believe I'm going to be a little short here. I have Dallas minus six. I have not minus nine and a half. You are definitely closer than I am. It is Dallas minus seven and a half. The that is too short, but I can see it, what they're doing because defense for the Giants is plucky. Daniel Jones has played well. He has played really well. He's great. Mike I mean, McCarthy is kind of it, Mike McCarthy's like part time woke now though. I mean the end of, end of half is bad against uh, the Philadelphia Eagles on Monday. The I'm trying to think of the other stuff. Like he had a fourth down, but like, but he's he went for the two point conversion after the going off sides. Like he's done some stuff that's smart. Mm-hmm. And if he does that, like the advantage for him over Judge is immense. Yeah. By the way, the um, total in Niners Cardinals is fifty three and a half. Yeah, they were. It was fifty two when the Niners faced the Seahawks. That had no chance. Um, it was 54 when Arizona played L.A., and it took a cheap touchdown at the end to go over that. So you could also think of under yeah, there. It feels like an under to me. Yeah. Uh, total in Giants-Cowboys is 50 and a half. Also seems like a bit high. Which does seem a little high. Although, although Dallas, Dallas versus Philly went on went over yeah, Monday Night Football this, with one offense being very Giants-ian. Yeah, I mean, the Jason Garrett revenge game cannot be. Yeah. But the, the Dallas Cowboys are a, are a well-octane machine right now. Sure. All right, we go to Sunday night. Buffalo, Kansas City. I have the Chiefs as a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, I mean, we knew kind of ahead of time. I We did. Well, we that was the thing we were working on. Yeah, I didn't look specifically. To oh, see, sure I had that. to enter it hard-coded in. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but I, I'm actually going to disagree with it. Kansas City minus two-and-a-half. Yeah, I knew this was coming. Um, this is the self-fulfilling prophecy on your part. Uh, the Chiefs are minus three. So it's like smack dab in the middle. What's smack the juice? Dab in the middle. Uh, looks like it's on the other side of things. Um, so probably heading towards two and a half. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, I can't. I I don't think I could touch Buffalo at less than a field goal, but which is why I made it two and a half. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I could lay points with Kansas City right now. Their defense is like. And defense shouldn't matter that much. It's all about how Buffalo performs. But, man, it's it's hard to envision them stopping Buffalo. It, it definitely is. Um, if, it's, I, if it's two and a half, I'm going to take Kansas City. I, 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 I know do, what you mean. Uh, they have – Buffalo has beaten really, really bad teams. That's just – the fact of the matter they've blown them out but they've been bad teams and kansas city has had buffalo's number i mean patrick Mahomes has outplayed josh allen so far this year and has outplayed josh allen in the games that they've played one another um but it is really tough to take kansas city right now that's for sure yeah if it's two and a half if it's two and a half i think um I think that's definitely a teaser spot. Yeah, but what's the total in this game? About 57. Yeah, like I wouldn't tease. Like it's like if if you tease it, it's going to look a lot like today's game against Philly did, where it's like it's close to, you know, yo-yoing back yeah, and then it a, won't because Buffalo is way 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 yeah, way better. Yeah, but then just Philly. take Buffalo against the spread then. Sure. You know, if you, like I I think under is an interesting play there, by the way. Yeah, I I do think the both teams are going to try to slow the game down. I mean, it's just that if they can't actually stop the other team, the thing about the Chiefs this year that's actually fairly good is other than turnovers, they've been great in the red zone. They have mm-hmm. not settled for field goals, which was a weakness for them last year. Um, if they settle for a field goal at all, they don't cover really this game. So Monday night, the Colts go to Baltimore to play where they used to play. This is a Colts revenge game, yeah. Yep. Um, I have the Baltimore Colts. Baltimore Ravens uh, laying seven. I have it at nine and a half. It is seven. Uh, I want nothing to do with Indianapolis. Absolutely the same. I could not agree more. So do we lay it with Baltimore? I mean, Baltimore's a flawed team, but 
Can you imagine Wink Martingale's defense against Carson Wentz? Oh, I can. That uh, image in my mind definitely, definitely comes to mind. Um, and it's not pretty. Yeah, I do think the other side of seven is the right. Um, the right play total on this game is 48. Yeah. I do think this is I do think this is correct. Miami with Jacoby Brissett is not anywhere near what Baltimore is. I mean nowhere close. Um Yeah, I'm in, I'm on board with Baltimore. Okay. All right, that was week nice. number 5. Uh we will decide which ones we're going to write up. We're going to write them up and they will be out in the morning if you're watching this now. We appreciate you hanging out with us this evening if you're listening to us in the morning hopefully you had a wonderful week five looking forward to a great game tonight hopefully you listened to this podcast last week and you have raiders plus three and a half i believe it is now down to three regardless enjoy the game if you're looking for something to bet go check out the player props tool on pff.com i guarantee you you'll have multiple things that make a ton of sense thanks for hanging out peace